0: Welcome to this week's episode of Cross Conversations, and this week I have Nick the vet, said it right this week, um, yeah, with well. me. <laughs> so we're going to talk, we're in the middle of the summer, we're going to talk about the weather, and the weather is getting hotter. Now yeah, we've done God. that time too. Yeah, but we've done an episode, episode two of Cross Conversations, where we talk about heatstroke in dogs, so if you haven't listened to that one, go back and listen to it. But it is getting hotter. Yep. Yeah. How what should we be aware of in these hot days and we were i mean you know we've had days up to 28 30 plus degrees should we be taking our dogs out what yeah. should we do what I, should I be think,
1: um what you want to do is not get to the point where your dog is overheated and it's using common sense um the same as you do with yourself so if if it's going to get to 28 degrees yeah you really don't want to be taking your dog out because it's it's fairly hot, especially if you're using uh, pavements as well and tarmac that gets really hot, and you can get um, obviously burns on the feet as well that you don't always realise because we're all wearing shoes. And if you've out, it's a bit like walking on the sand at the yeah. beach. It can be horribly hot. Um, so I think going out at appropriate times of day. So yeah, I'm afraid you've got to set your alarm a bit early. Get out at six o'clock in the morning, and and take your dog out for a decent uh, run around, and it's going to be much more pleasant for you and for the dog.
0: But if we don't walk the dog
1: that day, it's not going to kill them. It's so. not going to kill them. So exactly. I mean, I've i got two lurchers and so luckily uh, my dogs are not the, uh, they're very, very happy. It's a hot day, they will literally just sleep all day and they really can't be bothered to go out and I think we are, we are sort of, we do get trapped into the opinion that like, we have to go out, you know, if we go out two or three times a day, we must keep doing that every day. It isn't going to kill them to go out for a five minute walk rather than a, a half an hour walk. it isn't going to kill them to go out once rather than three times. So I think just being, yeah, being sensible is not going to hurt them. And is, where do dogs sweat from? Uh, well, dogs don't have many sweat glands at all, so they only have a few little uh, sweat on their paws. Um, and, and everywhere else, uh, the only heat loss they've got is a very inefficient way of panting. So dogs uh, pant to lose heat. They tend to lose their water, obviously, over from their mouth, and that's why they pant over their, their hot tongue. But it's an extremely inefficient thing to do. It's, it's sort of, if they're stuck in a room or a car or whatever, then they're going to be actually heating the place up and... It's getting too hot yeah. and they waste a lot of energy in doing that and so obviously by the fact that they're panting and using all the muscles of the diaphragm and of the chest they're yeah. sort of almost warming up so it's not a uh, not a good thing to do so yeah so dogs can't sweat so if um, you know if we want to get them cool we have to sort of you can put water on them to get them cool and so there's nothing wrong with doing that
0: but where's the best place to cool them though if you would it be I mean, just dousing them in cold water isn't necessarily going to have the right effect, is it? Well, is it more in the areas?
1: Yeah, I think it's a tricky one, really. I think any uh, any damping down of the fur is going to help. Um, so obviously, you don't want to be pouring ice cold water. If a dog is getting a bit overheated and, uh, you know, when I say, overheated, they're panting excessively uh, and they're clearly in a bit of distress. And this is more important in the uh, the the bull breeds with the shorter noses, yeah. which are. Probably with can cross, I'm not sure how many bulldogs run canny cross, but I bet it's not many. It's much more likely to be if you, you, you fit along the nose breeds that are are running, so it's probably less of a problem in that respect. Um, but obviously dogs with longer hair are going to lose heat less than dogs with shorter hair, but yeah, pouring water over the back, over the head is not a bad idea. You know, putting, putting them in a, a, a little bath of water is not going to hurt them, but uh, obviously they don't want to be thrown in a, in a cold canal or anything. That would be really bad <laughs> getting get shock they didn't have yeah. water and, uh, did not get very well so do you think because we're
0: getting oh, so two questions if, as our, if we have a really fit dog so kind of cross dogs tend to be fell fit right. um, okay they come into the summer season they're not doing as much yeah. will their ability to cope with the heat be better because they're fitter or not does that does that help
1: i think it probably doesn't because maybe a dog that's fit just does more in the heat anyway and they're all going to reach a certain temperature so if they're actually exercising in the heat just because they're fit well you see it all the time you see it in elite elite events you can see the most amazing athletes yeah. and, uh, you know go go into heat uh, distress and uh, struggle to finish the finish line you see it all the time so fitness doesn't guard you against you know uh, heat stroke it's, uh, it's more of an individual thing some people and some I guess the same dogs uh, some will be more resistant to the effects of heat stroke than others.
0: But can we climatise our dogs Because we because because we are getting hotter summers, aren't we? And you know, things are changing and we're we'll getting so kind yeah. season starts in September. Mm-hmm. And that's being pushed back now because it is still hot sometimes in September, and they've obviously not run too much during the summer. So do you think can we slowly acclimatise them like we acclimatise ourselves? Do we? Um,
1: I don't know. I'm not sure the answer to that one. I don't know if there's any evidence to suggest that. You know, working in the heat is going to then protect you more against, you know, heat stress. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, I, I don't know about that. I mean, I think it sounds logical. Yeah. But certainly for us, if we, if we run a bit in the heat, you get a little bit more used to it. But whether it stops you uh, getting overheated, I'm not sure about that one.
0: Well, if anyone out there knows any research, yeah, just and Nick, you've got, got
1: paper <laughs> uh, about, about conditioning your dog in the heat. Yeah, we want to hear it. i will happily read it. So. Yeah, brilliant. And then we'll get you back on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: brilliant. Great. I think, uh, yeah, again, if you want to find out more about heat in dogs and um, symptoms and signs, head back to episode number two. It's one that's worth keep revisiting as well, especially as the weather is getting warmer. Brilliant. Thank you again. Of course, right, thank you. enjoyed today's episode don't forget to subscribe and share with your friends and if you get a moment please leave us a review we'll see you next time on canny cross conversations thank you to our sponsor get stronger run faster 5k find out more about the course at the link in the show notes it's great for canny crossers and runners to improve their 5k time and keep up with the dogs and it will really help you to enjoy running more and avoid injury.